Psalms 102, Psalms 104, Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40. Read a couple of verses in each one of them, then we'll expound on those and be in other books tonight. Just to give you, give you something when you study the Bible, to give you something to look at and look for in the Bible. Psalms 102, verse number 25. O of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are work in thy hand. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like garments. Now underline that garments. As a vesture, underline vesture. Shall thou change them, they shall be changed. But thou art the same, thy years shall have no end. Psalms 104 Verse number one, bless the Lord, O my soul. I love that. I, we sing them songs. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty. Who covers thyself with light and with garments? There's that word again, a garment. Who stretcheth out the heavens like a curtain, underlined curtain. Over in Isaiah 40. Verse number 21. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundation of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants there are grasshoppers, that stretched out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent, to dwell in them. Let us pray. Father, we just ask you, Lord, just touch us tonight. Help and strengthen us, Lord. Just give us a brief moment to be what we need to be. And we'll, Father, we just praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. According to the verses that we've just read, that we have found, it, found this out, that the heavens and the universe is a picture like a garment uh, God clothes himself with. And like a curtain that shields our sight from God. And dwells where he dwells at. And with that in mind, I want to preach tonight just this thought on it. What's behind the curtain? What, what is behind the curtain? According to the scriptures, the inspired, infallible, inerrant word of God said, uh, the heavens and the universe are just like a curtain. And God is put, to, put it there to keep himself and his glory hidden from man's eyes. Because we read in Exodus uh, and about Moses, he said, Moses, let me, let me uh, see you. Let me show you something. The Lord said, you can't, nobody see me. Lord, Moses wanted to see the Lord and God said, you can't see me. Nobody can look at me and live. So the universe, uh, to stand as it is without melting away, God had to shield. God has to put something between him and mankind to cover himself. And he does this. Can I say that man has always wanted to get pierced the curtains of God. They always want to get behind the, the curtains of God. We see the space age. Uh, uh, they're always trying to get further and further out space. I read an article just the other day about the Hubble uh, uh, telescope. And they say they're reaching out. They're saying, and and the, the, the thing they told me, it says the earth, the universe is expanding. It is getting larger. Well, no, it's not. 
It's not getting larger. But that, t- that telescope, if you look at some of the pictures, it almost looks like somebody is putting their hand on and pushing it, and it gives away a little bit like there's a curtain there. that they reach that curtain, they push it in. God has hid himself behind a curtain that his glory cannot be seen by mankind. And mankind, since the very beginning age, if you go back and read the Bibles in, in Genesis in chapter 10 and verse 10 and 10, 10 and 11, they, they talk about Nimrod, the king, that he wanted to build a tower. He wanted to build a tower. He wanted to go up in the heavens and be like God. He wanted to get up in the heavens like God. He wants to do that. We've always been wanting to see what's out in the universe. We all want to, always want to reach out further and further to see what's out there. They said, let us build a city, a tower, whose top may reach the heavens. And today they're doing the same thing. They wanted to get where God was. We all like to get where God is. They want to make a name for themselves. Even Satan said, I I, I will ascend above and set my throne up. Satan wanted to be above God. Satan wanted to go up and up, but God said, you're going down and down. We find that mankind has not changed in over 6,000 years trying to see what's out in space. We see the spaceships, we see the shuttles that's going up. We, we find that man is always reaching further and further out. If you read what scientists says, and if you can trust scientists, uh, uh, they said, uh, uh, booked over scientists, they say that uh, our universe is growing, is getting bigger. That's not true. God has put a curtain between man and himself. That's why the Bible talks about in Isaiah 64, the prophet saying, praying, Lord, we read it this morning, oh, that thou wouldst rent the heavens, rent them to come down. He said, rent the heavens and come down. If you just rip that from heaven, if you just come down, it says like curtains, like a garment. Thou'll just rent the heavens and open them up and come down. Have you, has anybody ever seen the northern lights? Has any of, anybody ever been into the place where the northern lights were? I've been in three places where the northern lights were. And, and if you want to talk about a breathtaking sight, that is. If you look at them, they're, they're all up in the north in the different cities, Iceland and all those places like that. Fairbanks, Alaska is one of them. And it looks like the northern lights, what it really looks like, it looks like there's curtains hanging in the heavens and they're all different colors. It's a wonderful sight, a wonderful picture. If you ever get a chance to do that, go and check them out. It's wonderful. Can I say this to your heart? Heaven's where God's at. The third heaven. It, it may not be as far as you think it is. You, it may not be as far as where you think it is. And any time maybe God gets ready, he can kind of peek behind the outside the curtain, look down and see us. Uh, heaven might not be as far as you think it is tonight. I'll tell you how close heaven is. Uh, Enoch was walking with God and they got to walk and God said, hey man, we're closer to my home than yours, so let's just go on home, go to my house. That's how close heaven is. 
I tell you how close heaven is. Jacob saw a ladder, a ladder stretched from heaven and earth and saw angels ascending and descending. That's, that's how close heaven is. Elijah, he got to ride a chariot and fiery horses into heaven. I'm telling you, heaven is not that far away. I'm telling you, heaven is closer than you think. When Jesus was being baptized in the, uh, by John the Baptist in the River Jordan and he, and he went down and then he came up and there was a voice that came out of heaven so this is my beloved son. That's how close heaven is. You can hear it. Stephen, when there was martyring Stephen, when they was stoning him to death and he stood there and he's fixated at heaven, he was there heaven they said what are you looking at he says i see jesus standing on the right hand of the father i'll tell you how close heaven is it's close enough that one of these days i'm gonna hear a trumpet <laughs> it's close enough one of these days i'm gonna hear a trumpet sound and and for one second i'll be here and the next second i'll be there amen it's going to be close enough that i'll be transforming from here to there in a blink of an eye that's how close heaven is to us tonight. The Bible says we're going to be absent from the body, be present with the Lord. I'm telling you, it ain't as far away as we think heaven is. You say, where is it at? According to the Bible, according to the scriptures, just behind the curtain, somewhere up in heaven. And there's a curtain stretched out that God is just behind it and somewhere just behind it, that is home. Let me give you three things about this curtain that's in heaven to help you. These are pictures. They're, they're pictures behind the curtain. They're pictures that symbolize in the scripture if you read your Bible and you find that uh, what I'm talking about right now is what we're talking about, the heavens is being a curtain that conceals the third heaven, New Jerusalem, where God is. There is a picture, earthly picture of that today. We have that today. There are three, uh, three as a matter of fact, uh, the first picture of the tabernacle. Uh, it's a picture of that curtain that uh, separates man from God. Do you, do you know when uh, the first place you read about curtains in the Bible? It's in Exodus. Exodus 26. The Bible mentions the word curtain over 20 times in the book of Exodus chapter 26. Do you know what they're talking about? They're talking about the tabernacle. When God set up the dimension, when God gave him the, Moses the dimension, you realize God told Moses, he said, Moses, I want you to make the tabernacle after what I showed you. So God had to pull the curtain back from heaven and said, Moses, this is what I want the tabernacle to look like down here. It is the mirror of the same tabernacle that's in heaven. He says, I want you to heaven to look, I want the tabernacle on earth to look just like that tabernacle in heaven. And, and when you start reading about when Moses uh, uh, built that tabernacle, it was a tent. The Bible said we read about it was a tent. 
and there was a curtain on the outside to the outer court. There was a curtain. Then when you get inside the main court, there's curtains all around. And then there was a curtain that separate the Holy of Holies that no man can get to where God's present dwelled at. That curtain is always there. It's always going to be there to separate the glory of God from mankind. Man cannot look at God and live. God tells us that. So we know that the, uh, the first thing we see the curtain is the uh, tabernacle. If you remember, we read in Isaiah 40, 22, the last clause of the verse said, and he spread them out as a tent to dwell in. That is what the tabernacle is in this day. It was a tent where God's presence dwelled. Do you know something about that tabernacle? It wasn't just to keep God and man separated. They had to go outside the camp to get to it. Talking about the picture up there. It was a four square. <laughs> it was four square. I read about where God lives in a place that's four square. There's new, new city. In the middle of that tabernacle, there was a cherubim. I read in the Bible where there are cherubim and they spread the rings, wings and they're giving God the glory, praising God. And I, I, I see there's a picture down here. It's the same as up there. I read about the, the same things. The cherubim up there is giving God the glory. We're giving God glory down here. There was an incense offering being offered. You say, what is all that? That is a picture of the third heaven. When you see that tabernacle, you know those curtains are. They're, they're a picture of the universe. It's a picture of the heavens hiding God from man. Because man can't see God, can't get to God. God has separated himself from the fallen creation. Back in Genesis chapter two, 3, when God said, man, kick man out of the garden, God separated himself. We can, you can't have fellowship with me no more. You, you, you can't be with me more. He said the tabernacle is a picture of the universe literally separated us from God where God dwells. We can have this picture further too. Do you know what it, the Old Testament people could not do and get to heaven? They couldn't die and go to heaven. It's like up to this point when Jesus uh, died uh, on the cross and he told the thief on the cross, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. It's not like us today. Today we, <laughs> we translate, we had to happen in the body and be present with the Lord. But then they, they had to go to paradise. I just, how do you know that? Well, I, let me give you three matter of fact. Enoch. It's a picture of the church being raptured out. Moses dies and God takes him. And Elijah, he, 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 was, Elijah, he, was, he was raptured out. He went into the paradise. They, they went into heaven. They, God took them in heaven. But everybody else that died in the Old Testament went to paradise, the center of the earth. They had to go there. They couldn't do that. Look at Mark chapter 15. We see the, the, the temple veil. The veil of the temple is a picture of the curtain. We're going to walk through the Bible tonight, so keep the Bible up, open up. We're going to be in this passage tonight. I'm going to try to be quick as I can. Mark chapter 15, verse number 37. And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And 38. And the veil, the curtain 
of the temple was rent in twain from top. God initiated their terror. Mankind did not do it. Mankind could not have done it. God says, I'll, I'll rip the curtain. It's going to be from top to bottom. And that way you'll be able to get the glory then. It rent from top to bottom. Isaiah 64 said, like we just, Oh, with thou rent the heavens, thou wast comest down. Remember when I, I told you the tabernacle is being a picture of the heavens and the universe? It's a separator. It separates. You know, the only person that can get up behind that curtain, the only person to go into the tabernacle was the, the priest. You, you, you know, the only person that could get into the holy of place was the high priest. The only person that get into that high place the only person was, uh, God built no man. No man can get there. God, God's high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the only one that can get there. He had to get there, and the only way he got there was when he went to the cross. You say, what is that a picture of? That's a picture of the temple's veil being ripped from top to bottom. The day mankind died in the Old Testament, even as the Old Testament, they, just like the thief at this point, they went into the paradise. They could not go to heaven. But you know, show you what the picture of the veil is being rent. The Bible says when Jesus died, he went up to the lower parts of the earth and led captive captive and gave gifts to men. You know what he's doing in the picture of? This is a picture of. It's a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ just renting that curtain into keeping mankind out of heaven that kept mankind from getting to where God is to keep mankind uh, from uh, where God is tree of life is the walls of the jaspers, the pearls of gate, the gates of pearls, the streets of gold. Jesus said, he said, it's not your heart be troubled. I'm going to prepare a place for you. In my father's house are many mansions. And one of these disciples said, Lord, we know not how or where you go. We know not the way. And I love this. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And no man can go to the Father but by me. And when Jesus stretched out his arms at the cross of Calvary, he opened up a new and living way for mankind. God made a way, God made a rip in the curtain that you and I, now we have access to another world. Uh, praise God, I don't have to go into a booth and pray to some man and ask man, in my sins, I, I have access to the throne of God. And by, Jesus said, I can come boldly into the throne of grace. I don't have to worry about it. Jesus up and open that tent for me. I, Thank you. Amen. Thank you. The type of clothes that Jesus wore is a picture of the curtain. Have you ever looked at the clothes the Lord wore? You ever, you ever thought about it, what he wore? Have it ever crossed your mind? It didn't mind. Look at John 19. Remember the Bible says a picture, heavens was a picture of a garment and vesture. The Bible said one of these days the Lord's going to take his vesture off his clothes off of himself with it. The heavens are going to be folded up 
The clothes that Jesus was wearing here on the planet earth was a picture of the heavens. John 19, verse 23. Then the soldiers, then they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts. Now this is the four parts of his clothes. That every soldier may have a part. And also his coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. It's like, get a, have you ever, anybody ever seen a poncho? Anybody ever seen these uh, Clint Eastwood Western movies, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? And he's got that thing on it. That's what it's like. It covers Odin. And, and it's so important, so valued that it's woven from top to bottom without seam. It's so valuable. They said, them, therefore, among themselves, let us not rent it. Don't, let's don't tear this thing up. But cast lots for it, for whose it shall be, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, which said that they shall part my raiments among themselves for the vestures. They did not cast lots. These things, therefore, the soldiers did. The outer garment, the Bible said, is a woven from top to throughout without uh, uh, seam. This garment was, was all over. The garments that he wore, they was out an outer garment of it. And if you read uh, Exodus 38 and 28 and 31 and 32, it, it's exactly what the priests wore. It's what they used, what they put themselves in when they went into the temple. And this is a picture of the universe. It's a picture of the heavens. You say, how in the world is that? Don't miss this. Jesus is the head of the body. He is the head of the church. Do you know where our head is right now? <laughs> it's up. His head is up there. Our head is up there right now, sitting by, right beside the Father. He's making intercession here now. That's where our head But the body is still down here on this side of the curtain. Our head is on that side of the curtain. Our body, his body is still on this side of the curtain, and his body is growing day by day. Praise God. He's still adding to the body day in, day out. When my heart, head calls and leave out of this place, I'm going to go through that top of that garment and I'm going to be with the Lord. The Bible says we shall ever be with the Lord. I, I love that. Then it said, ye man, you got to leave while you stand here gazing. The same Jesus you see is coming back in like manner. I'm praying, God, there's going to be a day that he's going to come out of that curtain. The curtain's going to roll back and his glory is going to be seen. I believe it's when it, when it does, I'm leaving out of here. I'm checking out. We see the picture of this curtain here. We, we see the plan behind the curtain. I, I like this plan behind the curtain. Have you ever been, anybody ever been to a theater show? I mean, a like up on New York Broadway Street and all like that. I, I had a chance in Germany. They, they have some really good theaters there, the old-time theaters back in the 1800s, and they got these old theaters there. And, and you sit in, it kind of like you sit up here and you look down. And I had several times I was able to go to see some plays that they put on. It was all in German. I couldn't understand most of it. But it was it's amazed me. You see these characters come out on stage, and they might about 10 to 15 minutes, and then the curtains will close for about three or four seconds, and the curtains open back up, and the whole thing has changed. 
the characters have changed, the scenery has changed, and, everything. and I'm thinking to myself, boy, that's fast. That, that's, 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 that's amazing. That, 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 I'm not even looking at it. I'm thinking, how fast can they get everything? What's going on? I got to thinking about that. There's got to be somebody behind that curtain that's pulling the strings, orchestrating things, making sure that everything goes the way it's supposed to go when it's supposed to go. Amen. I got to thinking about that too. I said, man, ain't we got, we got somebody behind the curtain up there is pulling strings, uh, orchestrating our life to go the way it wants to go, the way we're supposed to go, and the path we're supposed to I thank God we got a heavenly master that's orchestrating my life. And, and let me tell you, not all those people were perfect. Some people messed up. You can tell when they messed up because they try to make, you know, get it right, but they just mess up. Can I tell you what? We mess up. We mess up. But it did not get the play off track. It did not put the play off track. And let me just say this. If you mess up, it's not going to get you off track. It's not going to get God off track. God knows what he's doing. He knows what strings. He knows what path he put on. And let me just say, God is the master controller at our hands tonight. See, I'm just, I look out of there. I'm on this side of the curtain just long for the ride. I'm just on this side of the curtain long for the ride. But on the other side, somebody's pulling the major strings in my life, in your life. What a thought. What a blessed thought. Out there behind the curtain, there is a master God working on your behalf. I may fall along the way. I may mess up along the way. I may even blow it along the way. But I'm telling you, I know how it's going to end up. I know how it's going to wind up. Everything's in motion. It does not change. And one of these days, his plans are going to come to pass in our lives. He said it would. You ain't dealing with a little God that can't take care of his children. You ain't dealing with a God that cannot watch over his children, that can't provide for his children. He's got a plan that's bigger than your plan, bigger than my plan, and he's working it out for your good and his glory tonight. It's all running on schedule. Can I tell you this? In Germany, when a train says it's pulling out at 10.01, don't get there at 10.02 because you missed it. It's on time all the time. Nothing stops it. They'll even pull out with the doors open. They don't care. They got a schedule. It's a schedule. God's got a schedule for you and I. I've looked at some things that God has done in my life and his plan in my life. And I, I can't even believe what God has done. God has woven some things behind the curtain and, and he popped out to the plan from this side to show me. I have no idea what's coming next. I have no idea what he's sending next. But you mark it down. He's got a plan. He's got a plan. I, I might not understand it. I might not sometimes agree with it, but God has a plan. Sometimes when you think life has gone nuts, you mark it down. There's a God big enough to put it all in his motion, in his time, in his way. Somebody on that side is on your side, on this side. Amen. You see on that side of veils of tears, you look up. And you wonder, how in the world can I go on? How can I get on? 
Lord, I've messed up so bad. You ain't messed up so bad that God can't heal you. That God can't touch you. We could just see it from the other side. My grandmother, years ago, I mean, years ago, years and years ago, used to love to uh, make quilts. And she had that great old big quilt thing standing up there and you look at it and you make quilts. In fact, I've still got one today. And she'd make those quilts and you then know, I was a little bitty thing and I, I'd go up under and you look up and under the, under the side of that quilt is all these strings hanging down and it was a mess. <laughs> My grandma don't know what she's doing for to help her soul. You know, I'm just thinking this is a mess. And but she told me, she said, you're looking on the wrong side. And I said, what are you talking about? It's the only side I can't see because the thing's bigger than I was. She said, you're looking on the wrong side. She picked me up and showed me, says, look at it from this side. Well, it was a whole lot different. Our life on this side might look like strings are hanging down and we're all a mess and everything, but God has got it on his side. And he looks down and says, hey, right on schedule, right on time. It's not a mess up. He's got it. The, 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 we see the curtains there. We see the things that's going on. We see the garments that's going on. We find the person that's behind the curtain. You say, who's that person behind the curtain? One of their uh, behind the curtains that we find in John 19, they cast in lots for. He's the one hanging on the cross, pouring his blood out every inch of his body. He's the one hanging there, breathing his last breath. And they standing there mocking him, making fun of him. And then one shoves a spear in his side. But I cannot tell you what is going on, really going to happen one day. Look at Revelation chapter 20, my favorite chapter of the Bible. Revelation chapter 20. Revelation 1 7 says, Behold, they cometh with a cloud, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced his side. All kindreds of earth shall wax well because of him, even so, amen. Revelations 20, verse number 9. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp and saints and shout and behold the city. And the fire came down out of God, out of heaven, and devoured them. You see what's going on in verse 9? This is going to happen one day. I mean a glad day, a glorious day, a wonderful day when our Savior decides to unrobe this curtain and show the world His glory. He's going to step out from behind that veil. He's going to step out from behind that curtain and the world is going to see Him for who He is. His glory is going to shine. They're all going to see Him for what He's done. The, heaven, the Bible says, And the heavens and the earth shall flee away from Him because they cannot stand to look at Him. When they see the glory of God, it's going to flee away. Not only they'll be able to stay around, they're going to melt, the Bible tells us. Fire is going to melt them with a fever and heat. And mankind is going to have to hang there, that lowly Savior that they gambled for this coat, and laughed at him, mocked at him, knowing that he was the man behind the curtain, not knowing that he was God behind the curtain. They're going to have to see him. They're going to see him. Not as a bleeding lamb. They're not going to see him as a dying lamb. He will be revealed in his glory. King of kings, Lord of lords. Of this universe 
in heaven. They'll see him. They will, they'll flee and they have no place to run or hide. He's waiting for us behind the curtain. He's waiting for us behind the curtain. Paul said in verse Corinthians chapter 13, For now we see through glass darkly. But then face to face, he says, we see things darkly down here. We don't see the things that, but there's coming a day. <laughs> We're going to see him face to face. We're going to see him face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even also as I am known. When it gets rent, when the heavens are rent back, the universe is rent back to see this person, we're going to see what God's, what Moses saw when it, God showed him the temple. We're going to see the exact same thing what Moses saw. I want to see his face. And one of these days I'm going to see his face. It's just behind the curtain. It may seem like it's crazy down here. Life is throwing us a curve. The world's turned upside down. Satan is having his day. The world is having his day. But he's going to have his day. He's going to have his day. Just behind the curtain. And one day I'm preaching what I'm preaching about. He's going to reveal himself to all mankind. The king of kings. We're going to see him face to face. What a thought. What a thought. Heaven's not as far away as we think it is. And yet it gets closer every day. And one day, I'm to, I can, can you envision can you him stepping out of the, behind that curtain and call us home? What a sight to behold. God is, I can't even believe that. God has been too good to us. The curtains, what's behind the curtain? He's behind the curtain. Pictures are behind the curtain. The Lord is behind the curtain. Our home is behind the curtain. Yeah. Amen.